for further analysis on what's playing itself out on that market scene, I'm joined by Makwe Masilela from Makwe Fund Managers. Makwe, it's always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Afternoon. All right, Makwe, we can maybe start off by reflecting on overall markets. They're green screens um, on the JSE. It's a big results day. Not so much uh, in Europe, though. Uh, London upbeat, but the rest not so. Let's just talk about uh, what is driving uh, markets' uh, sentiments today. You know, markets continue to benefit from that. They expect that China might have to do more, as they've just been doing a little bit when it comes to stimulus. Markets also, uh, though, trading cautiously ahead of more data coming out, because we know that interest rates increases. The central bankers made it clear that will be data dependent but so far the data that we've seen it shows that it's more of bad news so that is giving markets hopes that probably the guys might have to pause especially the u.s central bank come september but we'll be also watching critically so other data going forward so markets continue to be watching that economic data coming out and i think the local pause given that most of the companies that have released results are not bad results, that is also helping our momentum. And it's understandable when it comes to the FTSE, given that they're playing more or less a catch-up, given that Monday was a holiday. Let's also now uh, move over to all those company results. Mark, we will get through uh, as many as possible, maybe starting with Woolworths. I think for me what's uh, fascinating about Woolworths here is, you know, when we're seeing them increase um, profits by a third, it really shows that David Jones was a, a liability in all sense of the word, technically, but in also how we speak about something being a liability, just a cost to the business. But definitely, it was a big liability, and we are happy for them that it's all done and dusted. And if you just look into Australia itself, though that it had its macroeconomic challenges, just like South Africa, but South Africa we also had to deal with load shedding, which also had a negative impact when it comes to their fresh produce business, because that increased weights, waste as well, and also the cost of doing business. But look into their fashion, beauty, and health. I mean, the guys are now focusing on full prices and trying to reduce all those markdowns. And I think the very same thing can be said about country road which continues to benefit from that but what's of interest is the Woolworths uh, financial services as much as we've seen the book increasing by almost 14 percent all because of an increase when it comes to loans advanced and also to the new accounts but what's very interesting is that they had to increase the payments mm -hmm. that tells you that even Woolworths clients are feeling the pinch when it comes to tough economic conditions very interesting dynamic uh, you bring there for us. I mean, sticking with food, maybe uh, Bitcorp is uh, the next best one. Bitcorp has done super well here. Revenues up at 33%, profits up 38.4%. That's the trading profit, Makwe. Uh, you know, I think they've benefited from a very good European summer. But all in all, it's such a, um, a well-run business that I think, uh, you know, it's evident in the set of numbers. Definitely this, and we know the days when they were struggling, it was all because of those hard lockdowns. But the guys have taken opportunity or advantage of the trading opportunity that has been presented by maximizing all that. And we've seen that there's been a good demand or uptick when it comes to the demand across the food services industry. And also this high inflation benefits them because it means more prices for them. But yes, you are right. Generally, it's a well-run business. Let's all move now to uh, Harmony Gold. Uh, gold miners seem to have done really uh, much better than all the other miners over this, uh, you know, commodities down cycle. I guess maybe we can talk about that. And also, uh, uh, Harmony seems to really be capitalizing on strong assets. And I think this is what they emphasize in this set of numbers. 
Yeah, definitely. And remember, as we've seen yesterday, we've seen buying numbers. You know, SA gold production have just turned around. And in rent terms, you continue to get better prices. And if you look that the gold price received price-wise, I mean, increased by almost 15%. And that given that the production was done almost 1%. But yes, generally, there's a good focus when it comes to harmony going forward. And as we've seen that as much as they try to diversify outside the country, they're doing it in a very steady manner and they continue to have these huge benefits when it comes to their rent weaknesses. Uh, they want to dig deeper at Mponeng Mine, and we'll speak to the CEO in a bit, but I'm keen to get your thoughts here, you know, uh, on that Mponeng Mine and the prospects of digging deeper. It is the, the deepest uh, gold mine in the world at this point. Prices allowing definitely they don't have no reason not to spend money. The here the question here is the cost of producing that or the all in sustaining cost. So if we continue to get gold prices just fleeting with almost two thousand, then most probably it might be worth it for them to do that. Uh, let's move on to cash build now. They just haven't been able to recover from uh, that post-COVID-19 boom. Makwe, I'm just wondering, uh, you know, as we continue to speak of an economic down cycle, as we continue to speak of a consumer that is super, super cash strapped, uh, when will, uh, what could possibly happen with a cash build uh, in the interim? Are we just uh, going to accept that they're going to perform like this uh, for the short term and until uh, the macroeconomic environment improves? Not really, because these numbers are coming from a very high base. Remember, people used to spend their money to improve their work and home environment because anyway, they had no choice, but they were under lockdown. You couldn't even travel or go and eat out. But now, if you have seen that the numbers now done just by more than 50%, when you compare this with next year, it will show a bit of an improvement. And truth be told, you can only renovate your house up until a certain point. You cannot forever be putting your tiles, stuff like that. So it's understandable. Absolutely, Mark. We agree with you there. Uh, let's touch now also on Motus. There, Motus actually uh, increased their revenues by quite a bit. It just didn't trickle down to the bottom line there. Uh, you know, I'm wondering uh, if that is something to be concerned about and speaks to cost management. Cost management is helping out, and we know the guys had challenges when it comes to non-executive directors. There was some form of instability in that company. But if you look into the sector itself, we have seen that. Look into the new vehicle sales; they continue to beat expectations. I mean, uh, 12 months for them, and two, they were up by almost 10.4 percent, and they had a market share of almost 19.8 percent. And the same as well, benefiting from parts and workshop because guys who are no longer replacing vehicles the way we used to. So as a result. That, you know, you have to service it more. The parts that you need, the replacement, that managed to help. And we can say the same about the UK and Australia. But generally, up until the market starts to, the economy starts to do much better, mm -hmm. then probably they start to realize the results. But anyway, they're well positioned. And we've seen that dealerships have been doing that great, even when we saw the results of other guys. Mark, I'd like to get to your stock pick in a bit. But before then, let's reflect on some of the counters that have found favor with your industry peers. I'll pick a local share, Motus. Uh, they have a June year end, so their full year results are imminent. They had a very good half year. They grew their earnings by 17% to the half year. So my expectation is they could show um, maybe similar growth for the full year. There's been no trading statement, so it won't be growth of more than 20%. They had some issues on the board. They had a number of non-executive directors resigning in June. Uh, which was quite disappointing and alarming, I would say. But more recently, they've reappointed new non-executive directors, uh, which seem to be very good appointments. 
And the company also had an investor day in June, just before the year end, which is quite positive. Plus, we saw today in the supergroup results that their motor vehicle dealership business did quite well. Um, so all of this, I think, bodes well for motors when they report very soon. And I think the share price is very cheap, so it could be a gob share that they can grow their earnings at a, at a reasonable rate, but it's trading at a very reasonable price. I'm choosing Mr. Price. So as we were discussing earlier, uh, earlier, earlier on, so there is an MSCI rebalance that's expected to happen at the end of this month, so on Thursday, where there will be selling by passive investors into Mr. Price, Multi-Choice and uh, TFG, Fushini Group. Um, we think that Mr. Price's underperformance relative to their peers this month has been mainly due to this forced selling or this expected forced selling to come on board. Mr. Price is a high quality company. They've always had very strong returns, but I mean, obviously people are concerned about the outlook for the consumer, uh, increased competition from Sheehan and other online players. But we think that given the recent acquisitions of Studio 88 and what they've done with, with Yaki Shep as well, with the strong balance sheet, we think that Mr. Price will be able to come through the impacts of load shedding uh, and what we've seen with the higher rates as well over this period. So once we get into next year's numbers, looking past the load shedding in the in the base, as well as some potential rate cuts going into Q2 of uh, 2024, we think that Mr. Price offers you a lot of value at the current share price. So my stock pick today um, is Spadio, and Spadio stands to capitalize on the growing demand for distance higher education in South Africa. So as our nation grapples with the dual challenges of limited universities or limited seats in universities, as well as a young population that's very eager for tertiary education, distance learning does seem to be emerging as a practical and scalable solution um, to this problem. And with a high unemployment level, it does seem that many people are trying to educate themselves uh, in the most convenient and cost-effective way so universities, they are capacity, and we see there's obviously space for private tertiary um, institutions to come in. Uh, all right. So, and this was this is you can obviously have seen this in um, Advitech's results yesterday. Uh, Studio is uh, the brand name is well recognized, and they are a credible player in the tertiary market. Um, so we do see uh, some growth potential in the stock. Because uh, last year's financial results for Stadio, they managed to increase their student numbers both in the first and second semester. Um, revenue was up 11%, and their core uh, HIPs also rose 18%. So we do expect the uh, trend to continue. All right, Mike, we're keen to get your thoughts on some of those counters. Mr. Price, Motors, as well as Stadio, two of them actually out with numbers today. Yeah, I think Mr. Price, uh, for now, as long as the consumer continues to struggle, I'll be very cautious. But the good thing with Mr. Price is that um, it's more of a cash business more than anything. Mm. They don't have issues with pay debts. And Stadio, I think they are right, looking to their core uh, normalized deadline and it's per share up nicely 20% and nice growth when it comes to the enrollment numbers by 9%. That's great for them. And Motors, I think I'll be worried, you know, going forward mm. with the issue of the rent, weaker rent and working them. But remember, Picking up and improving from uh, local and international travel when it comes to the rental business. And let's get your stock pick for this afternoon. Makwe, which counter are you going with?
Alcove Super Group, and basically because we've seen that the economies are improving, logistics will be needed, and also they continue to make good money when it comes to the dealerships here in South Africa in the UK. I think they've got 43 in the UK and 50 per home here, and we've seen that their dividend per share has been increased by almost 26%, and their profits, really profits, as headline in per share, up just over 23%. Well, Mike, it's always a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. That was your Midday Markets Update with Makwe Masilela from Makwe Fund Managers.